Greetings, programs and applications. I'm Ben. And I am Keith. And we are the, the Two Gay, Gay Geeks. Geeks. We are the nerds behind TG Geeks webcast. Where we talk about sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre. You name it, we talk about it. We release an episode every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. You can find us on iTunes, Blueberry, Spreaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, look us up on YouTube. And, of course, we can be found at TGGeeks.com, where you can find not only our webcast, but articles about other geeky goodness. So come along for the wildest ride in the potosphere. Did you just say potosphere? Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 160 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. I am joined today by the wonderful Katie from Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. How are you doing, Katie? I am fabulous. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. How's the weather over? Are you Are you smoky or are you away from fires right now? Uh, uh, it's not smoky here, so that's good. I don't think any of the fires are close to where I live, so. Right. I think they're all more in Northern California right now, yeah? There's one in Pacific Palisades, unless they put that one out. Firewatch with, uh, with Joe and Katie. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that time of the year. I mean, it October. Is. I mean, it's also Sunday, so, I mean, something's on fire. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. So what have you been up to? How have you been? Um, I've been not bad. Not bad. Just doing, you know, stuff. Um, <laughs> Stuff's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would any of that stuff be geeky stuff? Uh, some of it is, actually, surprisingly. Because, you know me, I've been in K-pop land and I never leave, so. <laughs> um, But I have been keeping up with the last season of Supernatural. Is it not? Uh, oh, I haven't seen the, is it, so is it still broadcasting? Is this the last broadcast season or are you going yeah. back and watching? Okay. How this many seasons of this thing are there? <laughs> this is season 15. Jesus Christ. I know. Um, I think I made it through where they originally were going to stop. Five. And the, yes. So I think I made it through five and uh-huh. then it just kept going. <laughs> yeah. It's a, so. Yeah. I don't think I can go back and find 15 seasons of Supernet. I don't I don't know that I have that kind of endurance to go back and watch them all. Um it's a lot of TV because they do the full like 23 episode seasons. Mhm. So it's a lot. They're over 300 episodes now. Jesus. Maybe maybe that's a summer project for me like on my second screen while I'm playing games and stuff Maybe. I mean I would like to catch up because I did enjoy it. Like when it's such a huge deal and, and I, I did enjoy it, but I mm-hmm. just, when you fall off the wagon on some of these shows, the other one is arrow and the whole like DC mm-hmm. um, affiliated. Let's like, if I wanted to go back and start watching them, I have to watch like three series, each of which have that huge long. Yeah. It's a lot of, yeah. it's a lot of time. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, so the last, besides these three episodes I've seen so far, the last new episode I watched was I watched the 300th episode from last season Mm -hmm. because they had a character come back that hadn't been back since season two. Oh, wow. So it was an important character. Very important. (laughs) So I watched that episode, but I hadn't seen a new episode since that one. Like before I watched that one episode in like two and a half or three years. Wow. So I was worried that like, actually I didn't care because I was just like, I need to watch this last season because I started watching the show in 2005 when it started. So I was like, I have to watch it. Right. Um, so I, I watched the ser- the season finale from last season to mm-hmm. just get kind of a general idea on what's going to happen and honestly didn't need to watch the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I I may I may do one of those like I know they have cheat sheets where you're like just watch these episodes and you will know what's going on. Yeah, it was pretty like the season recap that they did before the finale started was enough to explain exactly what was going on. Without having to watch it. Nice. So I don't feel like I'm behind at all when watching this current season. And you also skipped an entire season. I skipped three seasons. Oh, wow. Let's okay. So there's something wrong there. Like if you can skip three seasons and still like, I mean, now you're getting into like daytime soap situations where it's like, I can literally, I, I used to watch soaps with my mom over the summer mm-hmm. and you know, I wouldn't watch it all while I was at school because I was in college. I wouldn't watch it all. And then I'd come home and nothing had changed. Yeah, it's it's the same. I mean, it's been the same characters the whole time. But, like, I don't know. I just I fell off the wagon after they brought, like, an old character back because I was just sort of like, why? <laughs> and I tried watching it. And then I just sort of fell off. And then they introduced, like, the whole this like whole other thing called like the British men of letters. And that wasn't very interesting. And like, there were some characters in like the first couple of like, there was like a character in the first couple of episodes that I didn't really know who he was, mm-hmm. but it didn't, it didn't matter after episode three. It doesn't matter who he is <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you, this season is going to be like the whole season is the red wedding. No one is safe. No one's no one's getting out of this series alive. <laughs> no, they killed two main characters in episode three. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. So no one is safe, which I anticipated anyway. So, um, yeah. So I'm doing that. Uh, I'm still rewatching Lucifer. I'm in like halfway through season three now and season five is the one on netflix or season four Four. okay so you're almost there i'm almost there like i just i didn't i got into the episodes that i've never seen so like i fell off of watching lucifer Mm -hmm. because it just like midway through season three it just wasn't very good (laughs) um i'm trying to remember if which which season was was chloe the actress who plays chloe actually pregnant was that two or three because there was one season where it was all the extra characters and there was very little um chloe i mean there's lucifer and company i feel like that's right now okay three see i love that stuff because chloe annoys me (laughs) i mean she is annoying um but there's like been a lot of lucifer a lot of uh ella 
a lot of Daniel mm-hmm. and a lot of um Superman. Tom Welling. Oh God, it's gorgeous. Yeah, he looks great. Pierce, that's his name, Pierce or Kane. Um, but yeah, so like I'm trying to get through season three so I can watch season four. And I mean, I've been really enjoying it. So, but I'll get there. And I'm already behind on uh, Riverdale. <laughs> that show just started. Are I you- only I, we only watched season one. Is is what is it? Season three now or season four? We're on season three. Okay, so is it like I'll have to talk Matt into it. I think we enjoyed it. It was just a little weird. It's it's weird. It's like a it's so dark and whatever. But the first episode of this season was the farewell episode to Luke Perry. So I was like traumatized. Oh God, yeah. It was really sad. Um, but yeah. And uh, let's see. I'm going to see a movie. It's not really a movie. It's a concert. Uh, BTS. I'm watching their concert in the movie theater tonight. Is that a Fathom event? Yes, it is. And it was expensive. <laughs> oh, I bet. They, the Fathom events are not cheap. Well, I mean, the last ones I've seen, so I've seen, this is the third time I've I've gone to see like a BTS related thing in the theater. And this has been the most expensive one. Mm-hmm. Because the concert that we're watching literally happened like at 2 a.m. this morning. So it's like that. It's the live recording of a concert that just happened. That's cool. Yeah, it's because BTS is doing their Love Yourself, Speak Yourself finale, and it's a three-day concert in Korea. And I can't even tell you how disappointed I am that I am not there right now. <laughs> like, it's been, from everything that I've seen online, it has been the most epic, amazing, like, thing. And it's been heartbreaking. Like, happy but heartbreaking, because it's almost over. But they went, like, all out. For this, for these shows, they have drones making symbols in the sky, and they have massage chairs for their audience, and they're giving away free gifts because it's cold and like all kinds of crap. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's been intense and it's been emotional, just like watching all the videos and stuff. Like I'm dying to see the full. It's three and a half hours. This concert is. <laughs> Jesus. So. So, so you're going to watch this in a movie theater? Yes, with a bunch of other army. So I'm so stoked. I mean, I can see it'd be exciting to be there with all those people. But I know I had like specific P strategies for, for Endgame because (laughs) I was not going to miss any of that movie. I can't imagine being in a movie theater for three and a half hours. Um, maybe they'll do, you can go to the bathroom when they do this like, Oh no, but I don't want to miss those. Cause they do these like VCR things where they show these videos mm-hmm. in between. So like when they're doing costume changes and stuff. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they recorded new ones, ones I haven't seen before. Cause I've like this concert I've been to. So I saw it in May. I mean, it's, they are playing different songs. Like, so they added some other songs to this concert because it's the finale. So it's much bigger, much more exciting. Right. I'm not going to get to pee. All right. I'm just going to come to terms with that. Matt was, Matt was laughing at me and I'm like, he's like, you don't want to have anything to drink. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not missing. I'm not missing a second of this movie. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, all right. It's like, no, this has been thought out and planned out. And you know, I'm eating and drinking really early. (laughs) Because we have an afternoon thing and we're now no lunch. 
Exactly. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to, the movie starts at five. So I'm going to be there till like eight 30. <laughs> That's not too bad. I mean, it could be a lot later. <laughs> That's very true. And the last thing I started a new podcast, like listening to one called bad batch. So it's really good and terrifying at the same time. What's bad batch about? It is about a group of people who got stem cell implants, like um, infusions, mm-hmm. and ended up uh, almost dying because the stem cell, the stem cells that they were injected with, uh, they had E. coli in them. Is this like a fiction podcast, or is this no? Weird? This is real. Oh, <laughs> this really happened. Yeah, it's it's by the same people. It's by Wondery, and it's by the same person who hosted the Doctor Death podcast. I don't know if it, if you listened to that one. I didn't. Yeah, um, one of our one of the podcast listeners that's on that's that we talked to on Slack, Matt. Mm-hmm. He and I have been talking about it in Tea Time, nice. the Tea Time chat, because he listened to uh, Dirty John and Doctor Death, and I was like, dude, you got to listen to Bad Batch. It's like terrifying. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll try some of those out because I do enjoy kind of like those those true story mm-hmm. like episodes and stuff. Like the, I listen to the daily where they'll do um, kind of recaps of his of uh, news and stuff, mm-hmm. and they do a really good job of kind of telling it as a story. But the ones where they're just kind of like, "Let me take you back," and you're like, "Oh, okay, uh, it's story time." Um, yeah. Those are some of my favorites, so that might be something I enjoy. Yeah, these these three shows were really good. You'll appreciate Dirty John too because it took place in Newport Beach. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's like local. And now, what's us. what's Dirty John? It's about a con artist guy who uh, got he like found his way into uh, a family that uh, for this like really wealthy woman who was an interior designer in mm-hmm. Newport Beach, and he was like a crazy con artist who like convinced the mom she had kids like convinced the lady to like basically like pay for everything for him and like uh took over her life and wouldn't let her see her kids anymore and all the stuff and then like they interview the the kids the mom tell the whole story they made a tv show about it on like lifetime or something uh eric bonham was in it huh (laughs) yeah that's kind of nuts yeah. Um Doctor Death takes place in Texas. It's about a um thoracic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Not thoracic surgeon, a he was like a neurosurgeon. Like the somebody who did uh surgery on spines, like spinal right. cord. Uh-huh. And he killed people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And basically like Dr. Death and Bad Batch have almost solidified that no offense, but I never want to get any medical treatment in Texas. <laughs> well, Ever. I feel like, I feel like that that's like just kind of a given. I mean, no apologies to anybody who's from, um, from Texas. Texas that's listening, but um, I feel like there's a, I've got this attitude. <laughs> Sometimes like, no, no, you, you don't got this. Yeah. Dr. Death is terrifying. So if you want to listen to that one, it's just sort of like, it just blows your mind. You're like, how could somebody this bad at surgery be able to keep doing surgery at a bunch of different places and no one say anything, even though they know he's bad. And this is dirty. And uh, the other one was dirty. John, a dirty John, Dr. Death, and then bad badge. All right. Those are on my list. Yeah. And they're short, 
like Bad Batch is going to be six episodes. I think Dr. Death was eight or 10 plus some bonus, bonus stuff. So they're real easy listens. Like you'll just want to keep listening because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is true. (laughs) I can probably burn through these in like a week. Most likely, especially with your commute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The number of times that it was two, two and a half hours to get home this week. Awful. Awful. I don't even, I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. I think there was, I think it was, was it Monday that both of us were like, oh, (laughs) what the hell's wrong with Mondays? There was something up on Monday. That was also like, I saw this. Oh my God. Um, sidebar. I was driving to work. I was on the, this is going to be so California right now. I was on the 210 freeway in Arcadia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been on that part oh, yes. <laughs> between Myrtle and Huntington Drive. I so like friends that live up there. So yes. Perfect. So you know where I am. Yeah. Um, I was driving and I was like looking in my review mirror and out of nowhere, there was like a horrific car accident behind me. Oh, a like semi uh, plowed into a pickup truck, which then plowed that pickup truck into the car in front of it. And then they veered to the side and slammed into another pickup truck. And then like the semi truck, uh, like, swerved into the on it was like where the on-ramp for myrtle was on the 210 west oh, and it like no. swerved blocked three lanes of traffic plus the on-ramp and like i have no idea how many cars hit the like also hit that pit, like the semi after he crashed and so i was like i was freaking out in my car because i watched this all happen in my review mirror so i'm like trying to call 911 and then i can't remember the names of streets because i'm panicking it's like dramatic. I don't think I've ever seen like I've seen fender benders, but I have never seen like a really bad accident. I have seen one of the worst ever. I was driving home from Disneyland. It was like two in the morning and I was on the 91 uh, before your Belinda mm-hmm. and two cars were racing each other on the night on the 91 because there was nobody on it. Mm-hmm. And it was an like an F. 350 truck you know like the giant pickup trucks like the really big ones Mm -hmm. was racing a silver dodge charger and the pickup truck i was going like 70 he blew past me like i was standing still wow on my left side because i was in the second lane because it was like the fast lane and then the next lane and then there's like the express Mm -hmm. lanes and so he blew by me in the fast lane and the silver Dodge charger was actually behind me. He changed lanes just in time to get around me and like pulled, tried to cut off the, the truck he was racing, ended up clipping a pickup truck about a quarter mile up. I watched that pickup truck fly in the air, burst into flames. Oh my God. And then hit the ground. And then everything that was in the pickup truck was now all over the freeway. And it was literally just me and then everyone else. And I was like, what do I do? So I was like, I turned on my emergency flashers. I was calling 911. I was slowing down, trying to wait for traffic to catch up to me. <laughs> and like, I ended up having to pull over. So I'm like on the side of the road at two in the morning on the freeway with an on fire pickup truck with CHP, fire department, everyone, all lanes on the 91 are blocked. And I'm standing there in my Disneyland costume, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only witness. <laughs> How's everybody doing? <laughs> no one got hurt, thank God. How? People, how? How? I don't know. Get hurt? I, don't I mean, know. I, that's awesome, but how? 
I don't know. There was four people in the pickup truck and not one of them was injured. Wow. That's a well bit like whatever they were driving. That's awesome. I don't know. And like, so I was like standing in the middle of the freeway with CHP giving my statement about like everything that I saw. Cause it was the only person who saw the whole thing happen. Right. And so like, I'm standing there like in the middle of the freeway, which was a weird sensation being able to stand in lanes on the freeway. Oh, I bet. And like, I'm giving the statement and the cop was like, wow, this is the best statement I've ever gotten. And I was like, I almost like pointed at my costume. And I'm like, I do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then I got to go home after that. But it was at, like, like four in the morning. Yeah, it was. And I couldn't sleep that night because it was terrifying because that pickup truck could have been me if that guy hadn't changed in a fast, like fast enough over. Yeah. No, I like people are idiots when they do that, that stuff. It's like, come on. Yeah, it was terrifying. That was a huge sidebar about car accidents. Sorry if that triggered anybody. (laughs) But I I do I do like the fact that you led with this is going to be the most California thing ever because I really do think that this is like we have a very unique motorist society down here. It was like the most California thing ever is describing things based on their location, based on like streets and freeways. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Apparently, we're the only people in the country who put the in front of our freeways. Oh, my God. We are. I got made fun of so bad when I moved to Hartford because they have a they have a 91 highway there, too. It's like the I-91 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, where do you live? And I was like, oh, I'll buy like between between the 91 and the 84. And they're like, the? <laughs> I was like, yeah, the? Do you not say that here? <laughs> Apparently they don't. No. Apparently they just call it I I ninety one I eighty four, and I'm like, that sounds like bad English. Yeah, it sounds it sounds very wrong to to California ears. To Southern and, Californians are like, no, it's. I, does Northern California do it too? As far as I know, it's only us. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it very hard to make the argument that we're the ones that are right. It's, sorry, I just like proper grammar. It sounds weird to be like, yeah, so you're going to take I-10 to to 215 to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that that that's bad English. Like, I yeah, can't understand I mean, what I can you're do saying. The, I can do the I before it, like, because I feel like that's, you know, can be extended out to, you know, uh, interstate whatever and, and mm-hmm. it's proper. But, yeah, just calling – just throwing a number into a, a sentence just feels weird. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's weird. I mean, if people want an actual, like, full, like, understanding of this, just watch the Californians from SNL. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. They it's did not a very even good a joke. job. Like, if, like, if you're from Southern California, the, the Californians are so, like, they're alternately, like, amazing because you get the joke and awful mm-hmm. because you know you're being made fun of. So it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's, that's, kind of true it's it's like both it's ridiculous because it's so accurate and you think they're being over dramatic about it like making it bigger than it should be but you're like no we really talk like that yeah yeah not with the fake beachy accents not that unless you're in like laguna beach i have to say so okay it was a couple christmases ago and we were watching a the like the palm springs christmas parade and Mm -hmm. um and there was a guy who was like totally talking like this to all his people, like to his family. Hey, little kid. All right. Let's, let's do this little bro. And I'm like, Oh my God, that person exists. 
like I thought that was a caricature. <laughs> this person is standing right behind me. No, man, there are people who bro so hard. I love people who bro hard. It makes me it makes me like laugh really hard. The broing is like the super the surfer thing. Yeah. Yo, bro, like totally, man. That was really tight. Like that kind of weird full on surfer accent and i'm like that you cannot get more californian than this guy yeah now there was a dude we went to dupars i went to dupars with one of my friends in pasadena and our waiter was broing so hard (laughs) so hard i was loving it because my friend like at the time like he was broing back like they were broing so hard together i was like do you guys need a moment (laughs) shall i leave you to to your moment (laughs) i was like do you guys need a like to get a room because you guys have been broing real hard for like five minutes (laughs) yeah it was it was great Awesome. So that was it. So there you go. A little slice of California life for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had a very weird, eclectic weekly, weekly geekery. Like mm-hmm. I have been very much into like conspiracy theories and like weird, you know, just, just weird, weird stuff. And okay. not like I'm, I'm like, oh, I, be- I, you know, I believe all these crazy conspiracies. It's just interesting to listen to. And it's mm-hmm. interesting to hear all these different takes on what people are, like what people think out there. <laughs> it's like, really? You, you, you think that? Um, but it's also kind of cool because a lot of the, the things I'm listening to, um, I'm listening to a book, which I will have to see if I can find it while I am talking, but I am listening to a, a book on audible about conspiracy theories. And the guy kind of explains not only what the conspiracy is, but why it might be there. It's called cults, conspiracies and secret societies. It's a very, um, it's very dry, but it's also very interesting. Um, and, and so, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. I see what would cause X, Y, and Z. That makes sense. So anyway, so I decided to see how, how deep can I go? And I started looking up at old, old issues of weekly world news. Oh my God. Oh my God, Katie. It's so amazing because like you can go back to the eighties and it's all the same stuff that's going on now. Only they were making it up <laughs> and now it's real. Oh my god. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like, I mean, there's obviously like, um, you know, there's Bat Boy and there's Sasquatch and there's Elvis and, you know, but then you go into like the, the blurbs where they're talking about celebrities and <clears throat> I forget who the actress was, but there was one where it was like, Donald Trump calls such and such actress a dog and says she wants to date him, but it's never going to happen. And I'm like, this sounds familiar. <laughs> Apparently it was happening oh back in the eighties. Oh my god. And then there was something about like you know they were talking about how cloning could save endangered species. Um not cloning but like using um other species to birth endangered species. Okay. So like if you got a uh, uh, an endangered cow species then you get a different cow to you know you inseminate a different cow and it it gives birth to this endangered cow um 
And so that happens today. I mean, that's one of the conservation ways that they kind of try and keep um, endangered, it's really endangered species alive. There's totally an article on that in one of the issues. And I'm like, huh, I don't think they realized that that actually is going to happen. It's, it's, it's kind of like the Simpsons, right? Where like the Simpsons made predictions about stuff that they didn't think was going to happen and then it ends up happening. Right, right, exactly. Kind of crazy. But anyway, so it was fun. It was fun. And then I'm trying, I'm trying to find podcasts that like, I feel like the weekly world news is something that would have either its own podcast. I mean, it's kind of dead in the water right now. Um, it's Mm -hmm. a website. It doesn't publish anymore, but, um, I would think that that would have like a podcast out there somewhere, but it, it doesn't except for this like little three episode thing that tried to start the summer that hasn't really been updated in a month. So I'm like, "Hmm." but anyway, so yeah, I did a deep dive into the weekly world news. That was, that was fun. There's a podcasting gap out there. People (laughs) ninja, you're not allowed to do any more podcast ideas. Oh my God. He has like, he has like a (laughs) hundred. Um, and so then I'm like, well, let's just continue with this theme. So I've gone back to start watching, uh, rewatching Warehouse 13. Uh huh. Did you ever watch that? I did not. Oh my God. Katie, Eddie McClintock is so beautiful. Oh my God. I have gaps. Okay. <laughs> gaps in my, my geekiness. No, it's, it's, do you know what it's about though? Isn't it like, it's like supernatural stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you know, at the end of, um, Indiana Jones and the, um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end, the Ark of the Covenant gets put into a warehouse. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about that warehouse. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like the warehouse where they like, it doesn't exist, but it like stores all of these like, historical like things that people think are myths. Yeah, exactly. It's the things that are myth and they kind of specialize um, on personal possessions that kind of hold on to the legacy of the person. So like Harry Houdini's wallet keeps like disappearing and finding its way outside of the, the warehouse. So they have to keep bringing it back. That's so random. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's like a lot of cool stuff, and it's got a very steampunk feel to it because they've got a lot of stuff that was invented by um, Benjamin Franklin and uh, Tesla and all sorts of all sorts of cool stuff. It's just a fun thing. So I'm starting to rewatch that, and then on your recommendation, we watched the we do uh, what we do in the shadows movie. Oh my god! We have not, tell me we have not yet moved on to this series, but Matt actually was there was a couple giggles in there. I was pretty oh pretty sure he was just doing it for me, but um, but by the end he's like, I- I'll give the series a try. It's kind of it's kind of fun. It's it's so funny. I just don't understand why people like okay like I understand like the standoffishness because I didn't watch it for a long time. Even though uh, my friend Brian kept like recommending it, he was like, "You have to watch this. You're gonna love it. It's really funny." And I'm like, "I'll, I'll watch it." And then I never did. And then I was at his house one night, and he goes. I got what we do in the shadows. Sit down. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was dying. I was laughing so hard. Oh, the entire so movie. It's so good. It's just ridiculous, but, but it's so funny. Oh my God. For people who have never heard of this or watched it, it's basically like a mockumentary about these vampires that are flatmates. Yeah. And like, it's ridiculous. It is. It's just like, you know, one guy hasn't done the dishes for like several hundred years and they're kind of like having a house meeting. Dude, you've got to, you got to do your dishes. 
so angry. I love the part when he was like, when you eat somebody, like, eat them. Don't leave them half dead, half drunk, half drunk. Like, he's trying to be like, we didn't have any alcohol. No, half drunk. <laughs> and he's like, if you're going to eat somebody, he was like, can you please put down some newspapers or something? And then, like... That one dude who always says that ends up hitting the carotid artery and there's like blood everywhere. <laughs> well, and he's talking to his date that he's going to eat and he's like putting down newspaper while he's talking to her. And she's just like sitting there like, oh, this is totally normal. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, my favorite part in that entire film is when the guy turns into the cat, but it's still his face. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he used to be able to turn into everything. And then this happened, and now he just never gets the face right. <laughs> he's like, he just never gets their faces right. And then the camera just zooms in on him, and he's he's a cat, but it's his face. <laughs> but he's still a cat, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I laugh every time just thinking if about you it. You have because- never seen this, guys. It sounds stupid, and in some ways it is, but it's meant to be, and it's wonderful. Like it's so good. Think about it this way. The director who did Thor Ragnarok, one of the best Marvel films, directed this film. He is awesome. I want to watch everything he's done because he's just yeah. amazing. I mean, he's involved in the TV show. He even has a cameo in the TV show. You'll love that episode. <laughs> it's the Vampire Tribunal. It is like <laughs> they got as many people as they could possibly get. That youth that played a vampire in something. Oh, that's awesome. To be in it. So I'm not going to tell you who. But. I, I'm just going to. So is that an early episode or is it somewhere? In the no, world? it's like towards the end. Is it still running or did it? Like, yeah, okay. I'm still I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it for season two to be announced. Like I haven't heard anything. Okay. So I've got to, we'll try and put that on tonight's. Oh, uh, we're, we're going to go. We're, we're finishing up. I think uh, Scott and Bailey tonight. Such a good show. Um, yeah, you definitely need to watch the TV show though. Okay. So good. So we'll try that'll be either tomorrow or, or Tuesday and get that started. Well, that's actually a good transition because this week we're talking about Halloween. So we're gonna be right back after some commercials and we're gonna talk about the spooky holiday of Halloween. We'll be right back. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch. Hey geeks, this is Capsule J. I'm a streamer on the Geek2Geek Media Network. If you like discovering new games and chatting with cool nerdy folks, be sure to check out my channel on Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv slash CapsuleJ. That's C-A-P-S-U-L-E-J-A-Y. I stream a blend of indies, retro games, and RPGs most Tuesday nights from 8pm to 11pm Eastern, and occasionally on Thursdays and weekends. Hope to see you then! I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek Podcast. Well, we make it. 
It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hello, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And together we are Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture. We talk about books, movies, music, basically anything we want at this point. Yes, we obsess about K-pop. And Keanu Reeves. And sometimes Katie cries on the podcast. Hey, that's rude. But really, we are just here to talk about all the things that we love. So make sure to head over to teatimewithkc.com and geek2geekmedia.com to check us out. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our show wherever you download your podcasts. Bye. And we're back. And full disclosure, when we when we say we go to break, we really do go to break because we have to switch to a second recording and it downloads all our stuff. So we're just chilling here and talking. And um we we've come up with a quick uh quick list of uh movie movies that you all must watch. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally. Um because I realized that Katie had never seen any of the Christopher Guest movies. And so I said she needs to either watch, well, she should watch both, but she needs to either start with Waiting for Guffman or Best in Show. Mm-hmm. So you need to hop onto our Slack and and peer pressure her to do this because it's amazing. And then you recommended Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm pretty sure I've, I've seen. Um but I don't remember it being a mockumentary, so I've got to go back in and watch it again. It's it's one of my favorite movies. I think Chelsea and I, what we did, we did an episode on um, movies we love that are bad. Mm-hmm. Like bad movies we love. And this was like number one on my list of films. It's like a terrible movie, but it's so good. And it's got like an all-star cast in it. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know why, but that made me think of um, of Saved, which is not a mockumentary. No. But if you have not seen Saved, oh my god, such a good movie. It's basically like it takes place at a Christian high school and uh <laughs> do you explain explain the premise? Um so it it takes place at a Christian high school, like you said. Um, and then one of the girls <laughs> ends up getting pregnant and she's like trying to hide it. And the reason she got pregnant is because she thought that having sex with her uh sexuality questioning boyfriend would keep him from being gay because that's what she was taught. So it it just hilarity uh, ensues and it's just, it's hilarious. It's such a good movie, but a lot of people haven't seen it because if you look at the previews, it looks like a terrible movie. I mean, it's got Macaulay Culkin in it. Oh my God. And it's got Mandy Moore and so many people. And it's just like ridiculously good. Yes, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's just the the hypocrisy of it all is brilliant. I was laughing. We were just like quoting the movie before we jumped back in, and I was laughing super hard. I am filled with God's love. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> just, it's so bad. I like when, oh my God, when he shows up, when Macaulay Culkin shows up, and she was like, what costume are you wearing? He goes, I'm a roller skate because he's in a wheelchair. He's got like laces on his shirt. I'm crying. <laughs> so good. So good. All right. Well, but that's not what we were here to talk about. I just like I couldn't let that go without going, you all need to watch these movies. <laughs> um 
Maybe we should start doing that. Like five movies that everybody should watch and just start a list. <laughs> Probably every, every week. Every week after the break, we'll do we'll do movie recommendations. Um, so we are going to have a very loose <laughs> forum conversation about Halloween. Yeah. Um, what are you doing for Halloween this year? Anything fun? Well, I. So the plan. I don't know if this is going to work out, but. I don't know. Have you ever been to the Halloween like parade carnival festival thing in Hollywood? Yes, because we lived walking distance from it for years. Okay. So I've never been before. And I was talking because like Halloween's like on a Thursday this year. And mm-hmm. I was talking to, to Brian, to my friend Brian about it. And he loves going to that thing because it's ridiculous. So he was like, Oh, we should go. We should definitely go. Um, but he may or may not be in Arizona. He did tell his work that he had a personal obligation on Thursday that he needed to be home for, <laughs> which was so he could <laughs> go to the parade with me. Um, now, does he live close to the parade? Uh, he lives in Silver Lake. Okay, so that's not close to the parade. No. My recommendation would be, I mean, you can certainly get there early enough and try and find parking, but it would almost be worth it to just get a hotel room somewhere around there and then just walk down to the parade and then to spend the night and not have to deal with the traffic home. Uh, I think if we end up do going, we're either going to um, like Uber close down there or take the train possibly okay that that's that makes sense yeah and then like walk far away from it and maybe uber back i don't know i don't even know if i'm going but that is what i want to do Mm -hmm. um i'm probably gonna dress up for work as well because we're having like a costume contest or something and they're giving us free food so that's awesome um for those of you don't know what the hollywood halloween that's like a, it's not really a parade. It's a festival type of thing. Yeah. There's music and, um, and it's in the middle of, it's basically, it's not really in LA. It's in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so it's like drag queens everywhere mm-hmm. and guys in skimpy outfits and a lot of punny costumes, um, a lot of group costumes. Like people make it an event. It, it is, it is so much fun, but it is, it is crazy. It is like, it's not like crazy. Like, Oh my God, I'm scared. Crazy. It's like too much stimulation for your eyeballs. Crazy. Yeah. It's like, there's just, I I mean, people have told me all about it, that there's like so much going on and people's costumes are like super elaborate. They're either like really skimpy or like really like creative or just gross. Gross. <laughs> yeah, there's some gross ones, but I think more people try and do like either like I mean I've seen a really good South Park nice costumes or really good like the, there's a lot of a lot of themed ones where everybody will come and be an entire group from a show or something. That is amazing. Like I really want to go, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I hope that I just don't want to go by myself. So I'm hoping that like Brian will be home, but I have no idea. Yeah, no, definitely not a, it's definitely not a solo adventure. No. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's the plan. I don't know if it's going to work out, though. What are you going to do for Halloween? Well, I'm in a little bit of a weird situation here because one of my favorite things to do for Halloween is to watch like bad Halloween movies and like not scary ones, but like, you know, silly ones. Mm -hmm. Like Hocus Pocus is definitely on that list of things to watch to, on Halloween, mm-hmm. but, and, and hand out candy. 
But where I live, there are no children. I was going to say, I was like, do you have adults that come trick-or-treating to your house? Nope. So <laughs> so I haven't been able to do that for years. Um, we do have a little, a little festival on the Gay Street downtown. But, you know, where all the, the gay bars are. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's fun. But actually this year, I am going to be at the pre-con for BlizzCon. Oh, okay. Because BlizzCon is on Friday and Saturday and I have friends coming in from, from London who are going to be out here. So, um, I don't really know what that's going to look like. Like Halloween for pre, like I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of cosplay. Yeah. Cause it's BlizzCon. So th- I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'm not doing a lot for Halloween this year. Oh. That'll be different, though. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. Now, do you have any Halloween traditions that you always try and do? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I try to watch, like, specific Halloween movies or something close to, like, throughout, um, like, the month of October. Like, I'll watch Hocus Pocus, and, like, I'll try to watch the Scream movies and Halloween. Um, nice. Ghostbusters. Oh, that's a good one. I never think of yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, God. I just like try to watch like, it's like sometimes it'll just be me and Freeform because they do the 31 days of Halloween. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll watch a lot of uh, movies on Freeform. Um, but I definitely, I think I try to make sure I watch Hocus Pocus every year. I don't think I've watched Absolutely. it yet. So I need to watch it. But I also enjoy It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie oh, Brown. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Got to throw that on the list. Um, do you have a favorite scary movie? <laughs> Why Mr. Ghostface? <laughs> um, <laughs> gosh. I really, really like the Scream franchise, like, a lot. Because it's... Yeah, I remember when that first came out, and it was like, this is both scary and making fun of the genre, and it was very fun and complex, and yeah. It's like terrifying in a very realistic way. That's Mm -hmm. why, because like, it's something that like, could happen. Yeah. Kind of thing, and it's, it's terrifying. (laughs) Um, I think mine's probably Cabin in the Woods. Oh, okay. That's good. Have you seen that one? No. It's uh the Joss Whedon. Yes. Um and it is also kind of a, a parody of um of horror films, but very mm-hmm. scary. It, it's great. Yeah. Highly recommend. I it's been on my list to watch because like people talk about it all the time. So I just haven't gotten around to it. I'll get there eventually. Yes. Um, we would be um, out of line if we did not bring up the question. We're talking about Halloween. Are you a candy corn person or not a candy corn person? I love candy corn, but I specifically love candy corn pumpkins. Candy corn pumpkins. I don't know. The pumpkins. Haven't you ever had the candy corn pumpkins? I have not. <gasps> disappointing yeah they're just like they look like little pumpkins they're like they're basically candy corn but they're pumpkins oh yes i have had yeah the pumpkins i have indeed had those yeah i like candy corn a lot um but i specifically like the pumpkins okay i have to say i don't mind candy corn Mm -hmm. but it is not something i ever crave 
I mean, I can see that. It's not a particularly, like, satisfyingly appetizing candy. <laughs> no, no. it's And it's, like, something that if you eat too many, you will not feel. Oh, bad. yeah. It'll make you sick, like, immediately. Um, But I do like eating them, like, close to, like, Halloween. It's nice. It's very festive. Yeah, it, it feels festive. Yeah. Very cool. Any other... Now, are you a pumpkin carver? Yes. So, that reminds me. I need to go get a pumpkin. I haven't carved a pumpkin in a long time. Um, Just because, like, pump, Halloween always falls on a weekday. <laughs> like, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty bad for the last couple of years. I think that's, you know, next year and the next couple of years should be better. Yeah. And so, because of that, well, like, last year, I was in Europe, like, days before Halloween happened. Oh, wow. So, like, I had got, I got back, like, because Halloween was on a Wednesday, I think. Yeah, Wednesday last year. And I got back on Sunday from, like, a 17-day vacation. And so I had to work on, I took Monday off. I worked on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then I went to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios on Halloween. And then I was jet lagged as hell. <laughs> so bad. And then the next day we laid off half our company. So. Oh, uh, I, I think I remember that experience. <laughs> yeah. It was fairly traumatic, but so like, I haven't really had like, like Halloween last year, Halloween Horror Nights with my friends was like really fun. I will say that that was like very fun. Um, but, like, I haven't had the opportunity to, like, carve a pumpkin in a while. So I need to do that. I just need to go buy a pumpkin and do it. So, so here's my question. Because you, you brought up um, Hollywood Horror, Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, have you have you done both that and Not Scary Farm? And can you – is there a difference? I have done both. Um, I have <laughs> mixed – emotions around Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. I hate Knott's. I'll just be honest. Oh, really? Oh, well, now, is that is that, a, is that a Disney bias? No, it's just an in general. I think it's just because, like, it could be related to Disney. I mean, honestly, like, Disney sets real high expectations, and Knott's Berry Farm just sort of, sort of sucks. <laughs> and it has for a while. No offense to anybody who, like, loves Knott's. Sorry. That's just my opinion. <laughs> um, but when they got... Yeah, like, that was the least sincere sorry I've ever heard. I'm so sorry. Like, sorry you're wrong. <laughs> sorry you're wrong. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Um, but it's ever since they were bought, they were bought by um whatever whoever owns Knott's Berry Farm. It's like Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. I think their like quality went down a lot. And I I've been to Knott's Scary Farm twice. The first time, super fun. Second time, trash. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I just, I mean, it was just mostly because, like, I think it was maybe the people that they were there, and they were just being, like, everyone was just being a jerk in general, and it was just, like, a horrible experience. Um, And, like, the waits were really long, and I don't know. I just don't like going to Knott's Berry Farm. Like, I'll go there and eat at Mrs. Knott's Chicken Restaurant because I love the chicken restaurant, and that's on the outside of the park, so I don't have to go in there. Right. Well, here's here's the thing, because we, we just went last weekend, and it was probably one of the best years that I've been. Okay. Um, the, the hanging wasn't very good, but the rest of it was pretty good. Okay. Um, and the way we do it is, because we are older, 
and have a little bit of money behind us, we pay for the really expensive VIP passes. Okay, yeah. Because there are two-hour maze lines, Mm-mm. and we will literally get into the maze in two minutes. Yeah. No, I um, I did the same thing. So I went to Halloween Horror Nights twice last year uh, with two different groups of friends. And the first time, like, I had never been to it before. So the first time I went, we bought just, like, the general admission ticket or whatever. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. Um, because, like... The mazes were really good. So the difference between them is that um Universal Studios, like, right, like, their Halloween Horror Nights is, like, on a different level, right? Because they're literally a production company. <laughs> like, they film right. movies. And I've there. heard they're very, I've heard they're very scary. It's um, very scary because you have very realistic, like, they have, like, special effects makeup artists doing the makeup for these, like, monsters. <laughs> We we definitely want to go, but it's on like the other side of the world for us now. So yeah, um, we do try and do not scary farm every year. But I think that we decided that next year we're going to try Universal. Um, we're going to try and fit it into our schedule. I'll go with you. No, that'd joke. be fun. I'll go. It'd be fun. But yeah, you have to get that. You have to get the express passes. Yeah. So like the first time we went, we did not get those, and we ended up waiting in line for two and a half hours for the Stranger Things maze. I've mm-hmm. never seen Stranger Things, like. So I was frustrated because I was waiting in line for something that I didn't care about. <laughs> but like, there's a bunch of mazes and like, you have to pick and choose what you want to do because there's also rides. And the big thing that you want to do is the haunted, um, studio tour. Oh, like you want to do that because it's amazing. Cause you actually get, they let you off in a specific part of the studio tour. Like you get off the tram walk through this like maze and stuff out there in the um you've been you've been on the studio tour before right oh yeah you know where the war of the worlds thing is Uh uh-huh that so you're like walking through there and it's like they've got like scary things jumping out of corners and they've got like tons of people with like with um like you're getting choked out by like the fumes coming from (laughs) from people using like fake chainsaws and stuff yeah, and it's funny because those are because I I used to work at the Queen Mary, which also does a mm-hmm. um uh horror night, and um they're actually real chainsaws. Mm-hmm. They just don't have the chain on them, mm-hmm. so they they're just really loud, and people are scary and charge at you with. Yeah, yeah, and it's so like that first time we ended up waiting like forever, and it was insane. So when I went the second time, I was like, uh, I went with some other friends that um. That I, like people that I work with, and I was like, "Look, guys, I'll do this again, but we're paying the hundred and seventy five dollars or whatever it is for the front of the line pass because I ain't waiting in line again." <laughs> no, it's such a like we we get through all the stuff. It's we we get in early. We do their buffet at the beginning for um, scare fair, nice. um, scare uh, scary farm, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun for us. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, this is the second year they haven't had Elvira. Usually they'd have the Elvira show and she was amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I saw the Elvira she, show. Yeah. She retired a couple years ago, Aww. but, um, but this year they had something called puppet up. Oh no. I don't even, and it's, but, oh, it's great. It's by <laughs> the, the Jim Henson corporation. It's, it's, um, his brother, I think. Nice. And, and it's basically improv. Like the same improv games that my kids play at school, nice. but with puppets. Oh my god, that sounds cool. Oh, it's so good. Like, there's videos online of it, and I hope that they take it out of the 
park and put it somewhere in Hollywood because it's so good. Um, and you get to see, cause they do it the way they do it for television and movies where, um, they're watching themselves in the camera and then they, they're doing the puppetry above their heads. Mm-hmm. And so they have the two screens where you can see it like you were watching Sesame Street, mm-hmm. but, um, but you can see the, the puppeteers watching themselves in the, in the screens down by their feet and, and the camera. So you get to see how they do it and you get to see a very entertaining show. Wow. That sounds really cool. Yeah. It's, I definitely recommend you can find most of the nights on YouTube because people will just record them with their phones and toss it up there. Oh my God. Nice. Um, so definitely like maze nights are really, really big. Um, have you ever been to, um, the Hollywood, I don't even, I don't even remember what it's called. The LA Hollywood Haunted Hell. Hayride? <laughs> I know you've been to that yeah. because you have, <laughs> you took back a souvenir. Yeah, I did a giant spider bite on my ankle. <laughs> How's that doing? It's fine. It's gone now. Thank God. <laughs> um, no, the Hollywood Hell House. No? What is that? I don't know if they still do it. I hope I'm going to look it up right now. Um, first of all, you have to go. It, it'll make you upset. Oh God. But you have to, but you have to watch it because it's almost, if it wasn't so tragic, it would be funny. There is a, I think it's on Netflix. Um, it's this documentary on hell houses and what they are, are when like Uber evangelist Christian, churches all over the country will put on a haunted house, but every scene in the haunted house is like a cautionary tale of not, you know, don't do this or you're going to hell. And they do it like the, the, in the, the original one in the documentary, they do it so poorly. Like they're trying to make um, pentagrams, but they're making stars of David instead because they have no idea that there's a difference. And, you know, it's, so it's, it's, it looks like one of those mockumentaries, but it's 150% real. Oh and so it's supposed to scare you back to Jesus. That, that would not scare me. That made me laugh back to Jesus. Oh, maybe. oh yeah. So, well, well, obviously if, if you camp it up a little bit, that's exactly what would happen. So Hollywood Hell House, um, because there's this whole, it's, it's honestly, it's offensive. The, the, the original Hell House concept is offensive because it's got like the, the AIDS room and it's oh got, the, oh yeah, no, it's, 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 it's offensive. That's um, horrifying. Yeah. So what, so, so they send out like any church in, in the world can send out for this kit and it sends the script and how to do it all. And, and so somebody in Hollywood. <laughs> got one of these kits and they find like an abandoned place down in Hollywood somewhere and they set it up and there's usually a, a celebrity, a celebrity playing Jesus at the end. Cause they do like an all call, mm-hmm. uh, an altar call. Um, and so some, there's always like, I think Bill Maher's done it a couple times where it's like a big celebrity will play Jesus in these things. And they camp it up so much that it is funny because these really offensive things, they could kind of make it silly because everybody's in on the joke. Mm-hmm. And then all the money goes to like AIDS foundations. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. So, so it's like you can, as long as you go in and you realize what you're getting into and that it's making fun of this really, really horrible 
horrible thing. Mm-hmm. It is it, it's entertaining and it's for a good cause. Okay. But but yeah, it's it's a very unique thing. And I definitely say watch um Hell House. I think it's on Netflix. It is you just kind of have to shake your head because you're like, I just who are these people? Oh my god. Uh this actually inspired me to look up uh so do you like going to haunted house? Like, cause you said haunted houses. Do you like going to haunted houses? Love them. Okay. Have you ever heard of, um, McKamey Manor? No. Okay. <laughs> this is, I heard about this a few years ago and there's actually like, um, oh my God, there's a guy, there's a Netflix series. I forget what it's called where this guy, he's like a journalist who, does weird he like joins cults or weird things to like try them out or like goes on weird i forget what it's called oh my god um the on the netflix series he did he like joined a vampire coven in new orleans to like see what it was like (laughs) and he went on a um like the jfk tour like his assassination okay uh uh uh-huh Okay, so he also spent a night in McKamey Manor and like video, like recorded it, and it is terrifying. So this place is has been named the number one haunted, like most horrifyingly scary haunted house in the United States. It's in brilliant uh, Summertown, Tennessee. And in order for you to visit this place, you have to pass a bunch of physical tests given by a doctor and sign a 40-page waiver. What? Yeah, because no one... So, like, they, it's, there's a difference between, like, being a haunted house and then being what this place is. And if you can survive in there for 10 hours, you can get 20 grand and no one has ever made it to the 10 hours. Is, is this the one where there's people like, is it actually haunted or is this the one where they like, like it's the extreme haunted house where they do horrible, horrible things to you? It's that one where they like basically kidnap you and like consensual torture you. Okay. I've heard of that one. And yeah, no thanks. But he did this. Yeah, he was, he did it. In the doc, I didn't watch that episode. Like, I never got to it, but like, what is this show? Because it sounds fascinating. Okay. Let me, let me see if I can find it. My sister was watching it and I watched like, I watched the vampire one and I watched the, the JFK one. I'm pretty sure it's on my list. I'm going to look it up. We can keep talking and I'll look it up. While you do that, I'll read the description of Hollywood Hell House because apparently it's back this year. Um, Hollywood Hell House is running every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night in October. The first tour departs at 8.30 sharp and every 15 minutes thereafter until the last one at 10.45. We are located at blah, 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 blah. After you've learned what happens to you if you sin, please stay and join us in our youth center for beverages, some snacks, and a dance party with DJ Davey Save and the youth groupers and the snake handlers. (laughs) There will be, oh, yeah, there will be bands dancing and praising till midnight. So it's it's very tongue in cheek and they try and make, you know, this thing that is kind of by existence awful. They try and make it something positive. Wow. 
It says the earliest Hell House appears to have been created by Reverend Jerry Falwell. So that tells you where we're coming from in the late seventies. The concept was picked up in 1992 by Keenan Roberts. His first Hell House was in Roswell, New Mexico. Since then, he has become a pastor of the Destiny Church in Arvada, um, Colorado, and sells Hell House outreach kits to other churches. Included is a 263-page manual which covers everything from casting to public publicity to instructions on how to make hamburger meat look like a fetus and where to store vats of blood. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Roberts has received international attention through an appearance on the Phil Donahue Show and reports in the London Times, MS Magazine, New York Times, and Newsweek Magazine. He told the Denver Post he designed Hell's Houses to show young people the way. Um Young people that to show young people that they uh, they can go to hell for abortion, adultery, homosexuality, drinking, and other things unless they repent and end the behavior. In his first three years of business, Roberts sold three hundred kits and had twenty thousand guests. Since then, there have been approximately three thousand hell houses across the country. Hollywood Hell House is done according to guidelines of the Hell House Outreach kits, kits distributed by Destiny Church. Oh my God. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like they they never tell you who the who the um celebrity is going to be at the end, but they're often either very political celebrities or B-list celebrities that are like, yeah, it'd be fun for a night and, and it changes almost every night. Like they'll do maybe two nights or three nights and then it's somebody else. Weird. I found the show. Okay, go it's for it. It's called The Dark Tourist. Dark tour. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So he goes to like Latin America and meets Pablo Escobar's enforcer in Colombia. Um, Jesus. He tries to, he goes to Japan and uh, visits a town with heavy radiation. He hikes through the haunted forest and explores an abandoned island. Um, wow. In the US, he meets Jeffrey Dahmer enthusiasts, which is terrifying and then he takes two tours dedicated to jfk's assassination in dallas and then he dines with vampires in new orleans but in the very last episode he comes back to the united states and he um he talks to charles manson's pen pal yeah and then he prepares for the end of the world and visits an extreme haunted house which is mckamey manor Wow. Yeah, but he goes to Africa, Africa, Southeast Asia, Europe, and he like participates in all these things. He does a World War II reenactment. He does anything weird that's weird tourist stuff, pretty much. I'm going to totally sell this to Matt as a travel show and just see what happens. <laughs> I found this travel show and I kind of want to like try some of these things. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I just, what do you think? Is it something to do? I think I, you like travel. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like, it's like going to the catacombs under Paris. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get to go because the line was super huge and Chelsea, Michelle, mm-hmm. and I were like super tired. But um it's it's dark tourism. It's like doing that. Because the catacombs is literally like a bunch of people are buried down there under Paris and you're gonna go look at them. <laughs> um one of the things that I have always wanted to do is start down in I think um Oh, what's the haunted hotel in San Diego? 
Isn't that the one that's like really big and really nice? Yes, it's very expensive. Yeah, it's <sighs> the Grant. Is it Is that it? one? I thought it began with a C. Haunted Hotel in San Diego. Um, there's five of them. Oh, that's uh, helpful. Yeah. Coronado. The cor- Oh, on Coronado Island. Yeah, like the big, the big hotel, the really nice one. Big one. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. just drive up California and just mm-hmm. see all the haunted sites that are in California. I've told Matt that this needs to be one of our vacations because I think that I think it would be a lot of, I totally used to, I know it's all, you know, fake, but Mm -hmm. I totally used to watch ghost hunters back in the day. I was fascinated by that show. And uh, I always thought that that would be a very, very cool trip to do to just up, up the coast of California because there's so many haunted places here. Um, And I would even do, I would even do a haunted tour elsewhere. But anytime we, we travel, I know Matt has his things that he wants to, he does. The, he doesn't do the dark tourist things. He does the regular tourist. Got things. it. Have you been to the Winchester Mansion? No, I hear it's fascinating. Oh my god! So I went there with my family. We went to San Francisco, and then uh, we were flying in and out of San Jose. So the day we were leaving, we decided to take a Winchester Mansion mm-hmm. tour. Mm-hmm. And they do so during the Halloween. They do nighttime tours, which we didn't get to do because we weren't there during October. Mm-hmm. But, um, like for people who don't know, like this is a massive house that is in San Jose, California, and it was owned by the Winchester rifle family. Yes. And, and the, the story is, is that the, um, the Mrs. Winchester was visited by all the ghosts of the people who were killed by Winchester rifles. And they kept telling her to build these add ons to this, this house. Like it has Mm -hmm. doors that go to nowhere. It has really small, tiny little stairways that just end. Like it's crazy. Yeah. The ghosts were telling her that the, in order to appease them, that she had to build on the house 24 hours a day, seven days a week, year round. So there was constant construction going on at that house the entire time that she was living there, the whole time. And it has, like, the weirdest stuff. Like you said, like, there's a stairwell that goes up to a ceiling and just ends. Yeah, because it's not meant to be – it's not – like, she didn't keep them building. She's not like, okay, I'm going to expand my house and make it nice and wonderful. It was just like, just keep building, people. I don't care what you put and where you put it. Just keep just keep it going. There's some saying that she she got the the designs from the spirits – but, mm-hmm. but I think, I think the whole idea was, is, you know, as long as, as long as there's always construction going on, well, I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it was just like, it was so weird because also like, uh, Mrs. Winchester had arthritis in her ankles, knees, and hips. So most of the stairs in the house are quarter inch steps. Oh, wow. They're like really tiny stairs. So when we were taking the tour, they were like, you're going to want to take like three to four at a time or you're going to (laughs) fall. So, and then there was like, I'm pretty sure this is, I can't like a hundred percent remember, but they have a staircase in there and it's, it's called the seven 11 staircase. I might have the numbers wrong, but you would go up seven steps and be on the second, like, it's like you'd be on one floor. Mm -hmm. It's not that that's like super far. So you'd like take seven steps. You'd be on the, the, the like third floor of the house and you'd take 11 down and be on the second one. 
weird. Or yeah, it was like the weirdest thing where it was like these weird sets of staircases that took you to different parts. And then she had a seance room in the middle of the house that when you go in, you can't exit out the way you came in. Why? I don't know. <laughs> So they like took us into the room and they're like, yeah, they're all the only way through is forward. And we're like, this is terrifying. <laughs> of course, there's always my way. Yes, exactly. Um, and it was, it was just like, it's such a good, it's such a crazy thing. Like if you get the chance, you should take the tour. Yeah. I, I love, I love spooky, scary stuff like this. I used to be a huge horror movie fan, but, but mm-hmm. Matt does not like anything scary and it, I have lost my tolerance for scary movies. Mm-hmm. So I really have to like just get together with you or Ray and just start mm-hmm. building that back up because I, I miss it. I like being scared and I don't know why because I'm kind of a coward, but <laughs> love being scared. And, uh, when we went to, to scary farm the first time, um, Matt was like, he stressed out about it for a week, but our friends wanted to go and he didn't want to get left out. So, Mm-hmm. So we went and like holding on to me through the whole first maze and terrified. And we had to like kind of position ourselves. So he was in between us and wouldn't get like all the scares. And we got out the other end and he had the biggest smile on his face. And we're like, yes. And so the, this year it was his suggestion to go to, to, to not scary farm. Oh my gosh. And I was like, I just, I really think I just need to get you to see the right scary movies. I like, so for scary movies, I like slasher movies that are also like thriller ones. Mm -hmm. And I like some of the ones that are kind of jump scary. So I liked uh, Happy Death Day was pretty good. Um, Hellfest, which I thought was going to be bad, ended up being pretty good. Um, But I don't like the movies that are like gory for the sake of gory. Like I hate the Saw movies. I'm never going to see Human Centipede. Like there's a bunch of like gross, disgusting, like gore for the sake of gore films that Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. No, I like ones that try and be, um, I don't know, just smart, scary. Mm -hmm. Like there's a good story to it. I loved, was it 13 ghosts? Oh man. With the house. Yeah. I love that. I love that movie. Oh my God. With Tony Shalhoub, right? Uh huh. That movie was on the other day. Of course, it's October. It's like <laughs> my favorite. My favorite, and no joke, my favorite killing is the guy who gets smushed between the glass. Oh yeah, like, cuts him in half, like yeah. his body. <laughs> so gross. There's so that. Good. And then there was another one that I remember. I don't remember what the movie was, but I just remember that this giant thing came out of the uh, like a, a trap came out of the the fireplace and killed a guy. I'm trying to remember which one that was, but it was, was it like. It like ate their head. Yeah, it was like a Victorian. It was like a Victorian yeah, house. It's House on Haunted Hill. No, is it that? Is that that the one? I don't think so. Because House on Haunted Hill is with the, like the bleeding walls, based on a true, not true story. Is it the haunting? Maybe. You know, somebody's screaming at their their. No, it's fine. I'm googling. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's because it's like it's got um. Uh, uh, Liam Neeson's in it. Yes. He plays the doctor. Right. Yes. And it's like this haunted house with like this ghost who's like, yeah. And it was the, the, the thing for the flu for the, 
for the fireplace. Yeah. And it was like a lion and it came like flying out and it was like a great it was a great joke. Took off yeah. a guy's head, yeah. I'm gonna look it up. Is it the haunting? I can't remember the, the name of the movie. I'm pretty sure it's called The Haunting, but I might be wrong. Liam Neeson's been in so many movies. Yeah, it's The Haunting. It came out in 1999. Yeah. Such a good movie. Yeah, that one's good. It's a good one. Apparently Rotten Tomatoes thinks different. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty sure I remember going to see it with a friend who was just like, when I jumped at that, he was like, seriously? And I'm like, I I got into it. Oh, it's got Catherine Zeta-Jones in it. That's who it is. And Lily Taylor. And Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's the one who gets his head eaten. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's a good movie. I'm trying to think if there's any wow. other. I mean, we've definitely talked about Hocus Pocus, which uh, I hear now that we have Disney Plus, we're going to get a Hocus Pocus 2. Yes. Which they've been trying to make for decades at this point. Yeah. I just put out my, I bought the Hocus Pocus pop figures. <laughs> Nice. They're they're in my room now. They're out. I took them out and made room on my bookshelf just for them. Um, not just because you mentioned uh, pop figures. It's not a, uh, a Halloween thing. It's a Christmas thing. But I got my, mm-hmm. I got my um, basically my my pop advent calendar for the year. <gasps> last which one? Last year it was uh, Harry Potter, and so you yeah. get like twenty four little. Harry Potter mm-hmm. figures. And so this year it's Marvel. <gasps> you have the Marvel one. I got the Marvel one. I had pre-ordered it. I was like, I had so much fun with it last year. I'm like, we're doing this. Man, I really want to get one, but they're like $45. Yeah, it's not, I say that. It's not cheap, but I mean, you figure you get like 25 little toys out of it. So yeah, I mean, I say that and I literally just dropped like a hundred bucks on a concert ticket. Everybody has their own things that they like to spend money on and and yeah. it is okay. Yeah, I bought two. I'm seeing the same group twice. Because you like them. Actually. Nothing wrong. With I do them. like that. I've never seen them in concert, but huh? That's your geekitude. <laughs> yeah, it is. I haven't seen them before. Oh no, I saw them at KCON. Yeah, so I'm going to a full concert for them, but I'm going here in LA and then I'm going to Seattle cuz I'm going on vacation. Mhm. In January, which is apparently not a good time to go to Seattle. But <laughs> it's going to be very rainy, very cold. That's fine. But I didn't pick when the, they were having the concert. Right. They chose. <laughs> so. Anyways. Um, the last thing I want to talk about as far as like Halloween movies and stuff, because we said mm-hmm. um, Hocus Pocus. Did did Disney have, um, and I'm going to have to go back to our Disney Plus thing to see if it's here. Did they have stuff like, did you ever see like um, The Worst Witch and um, I don't know, like Halloween Town, and mm-hmm. all of those, all of those really like cheesy kids show. Uh, you mean like under wraps or don't look under the bed or? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, my yeah. my my absolute favorite though is Worst Witch with um the girl from Return to Oz and the Coven. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember her name. It's, is it Feruza Balk? I think it's Feruza Balk. Um, and, uh, it's got Charlotte Ray and, uh, Tim Curry plays like the master wizard and has a whole cheesy eighties musical number in it. It's great. Oh my God. <laughs> it's nice. It was like Harry Potter before Harry Potter was a thing. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's a boarding school for witches and it's wonderful. 
Is it the the old one, right? Yeah, yeah. What? I'm pretty sure it's oh, yeah. the worst witch. Yeah, 1986. Well, there's so many things called the worst witch now, so. Yeah, it came out in 86. Yeah. And you were right on the name. Oh, uh, first bulk? Yeah, isn't she the girl from The Craft? That's what I meant, not Coven, The Craft. Oh, dude, The Craft. So good. It's a good movie. <laughs> she was also in Waterboy. Yes, yes, she was. Well, and I, it's gonna be—it's coming to uh, Disney Plus. She's in Return to Oz, which is like one of my absolute favorite movies ever. Have you ever seen Return to Oz? I have not actually. Oh, Katie's so good. Like, yeah, it's another gap. But it's—it's just—it's—it takes the second and third um, uh, Oz books and squishes because there's like thirty-three Oz books. Yikes! Yeah, so it takes the second and third. And the 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 third is actually my favorite in the entire series and it squishes them together mm-hmm. it's so good oh man when you google this one movie all of these things come up like teen witch oh teen witch. that's such an awful but amazing movie oh my god it's right up there with uh, sabrina the teenage witch the movie mm-hmm. so good um teen witch they did like a retrospective of that rap Oh God! Like basically, they there's a rap in Teen Witch was terrible, and mm-hmm. um, and they were just like they were told they were going to do that that morning. Oh my God! And they show up and they're oh, like, "Really? We we don't rap." And they're like, "Oh, it's okay. It won't be you. You just have to mouth the lyrics, and we'll have somebody else rap it for you." Oh my God! It's so cheesy and awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah, these movies are definitely like super cheesy, but like. So good. I love Halloween. I'm I am a little bummed that I am going to be I I I'm excited to see what happens at BlizzCon but Halloween, but I mean we're gonna be at panels for like podcasts and stuff. And so I don't think it's gonna be very Halloween y. Uh, we'll see. You never know. Yeah. But there's next, next year is it on a is it on a Friday, finally? I think so. Or did we so. get all ruined by a leap year? Or are we getting skipped? We might have to skip. We'll see. Let's see. Because it's a leap year next year, yeah. Um, it is on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. So that, that's okay. Because I that's think that's going to mean it's a Saturday and a Sunday for the next two years. And then we start all over with like Halloween on a Monday. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Halloween's on a Sunday in 2021. 20, and then on a Monday? That's terrible. It's a, it's a depressing a, hol- Halloween. <laughs> that is a depressing day. Like, give me a break. Yeah. It, man, I just, I love Halloween mostly because like, I don't know. I just, I love the fall, even though it's hotter than hell here right now. Mm-hmm. Currently, which sucks. Um, I love, I miss like, it's the only thing I really miss about the East coast is like having an actual, like, fall like for season, once. Yeah, seasons. We don't have them. Yeah. To, like, watch the leaves change and stuff and, like, have it actually be, like, chilly, like, jacket weather and have it be, like, windy and nice and chilly outside. <sighs> I had somebody say, so you don't have any trees that change color? And I'm like, for the most part, they just kind of drop their leaves and and then there's the cactus. It's a lot of cactus. Yeah. <laughs> Palm trees. <laughs> shrubs. So, yeah. Shrubs. 
we just, we have a lot of evergreens mm-hmm. in California. I mean, like there are some trees that change colors, like you'll see them, but. They're in f- fancy places like, like Claremont and Pasadena. Yeah, I think Pasadena has some trees that change colors. I haven't noticed. I don't go outside when I go to work. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I miss it. I miss like, I don't know the Halloween-ness. Cause like when I was in grad school, um, they threw a, they would do a Halloween concert. Mm-hmm. The music school would, and it was like, I went both years and most of the band, most of the orchestra is drunk, which is hilarious. <laughs> So you have a bunch of college students all playing instruments, doing dressed up because they would do group costumes based on their instrument, right? See, we, they had a bunch of like the tuba players were all dressed like uh, Jedi Knights and they had fake like blow up lightsabers and they were using the tubas to do the boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's awesome. And they were like fighting each other. <laughs> like <laughs> It was so much fun That's to watch. So like cool. I would... I went with my roommate, with both of my roommates, both years, and it was, it was super fun. Like, everyone had a great time. Like, we didn't do much, but, um, like, that was the one thing that we could do because it was free. And I actually convinced to, like, my first college roommate, um, she was from Taiwan and she had never carved a pumpkin before, like, in her entire life. Oh my God. And I had gone up to New Hampshire to visit my best friend and we went to an apple orchard. And a pumpkin patch. So I like picked apples Mm -hmm. and I picked my own pumpkin like out of this, like (laughs) on this farm and brought it back with me. And she was like, why did you get a pumpkin? And I was like, well, I'm going to carve it for Halloween. And she was like, you're going to do what now? (laughs) So she went to the supermarket and bought a pumpkin so she could carve pumpkins with me. And I found the pictures the other day and I was like, oh, we put them in front of our house, like in front of our front door. They were covered in ants immediately. Oh, that's, that's but, a bummer. Like, it's like if, like that just, that just ruins the whole, well, or, or it enhances it. I mean, I personally am terrified of swarming bugs. So. Yeah. But it was like really great. Cause like we took pictures, like sitting in our doorway. Like I took a photo of her sitting in the doorway with her pumpkin and like mine. And it was really sweet. Cause it was something that she'd never done before. So. That's always cool. Yeah. Well, very neat. Well, hopefully everybody has a, a wonderful Halloween. I couldn't remember the name of this movie, but I found it. It's called The Halloween That Almost Wasn't. And I don't know if you've seen that one, but it's like the monsters get together. And I think one of them decides they're going to take the year off. And they're like, but you can't. It's Halloween. And it's just this, it's this cheesy TV movie from like 1979. And it's nice. awesome. So, so my recommendations this year is try and do the trifecta of the worst with, with Farouz Balk, um, the Halloween that almost wasn't and Hocus Pocus. And I feel like if you do those three, um, you'll, you'll find good things, good things in your life. Yeah. I recommend watching Scream. Yeah. Like all four of them because they're all really good. Definitely watching Hocus Pocus. And off the top of my head right now, I thought of like, if you want to watch a dumb, scary movie, but like for fun and it's hilarious, Ernest Scared Stupid. (laughs) I've never seen that, but it sounds amazing. Oh my God. It's terrible. Cause like, you know, like, you know who Ernest is, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He did like a run of kids movies that were just not great, but they're, they're hilarious. And he did Ernest Scared Stupid and it's, oh my God. It's one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. 
to watch that one. And it was so funny. And we still quote it to this day, <laughs> like in my household. So worth it to watch. Awesome. 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 Uh, before we move on, do you have, uh, before we head out, do you have any shout outs? Um, yes, I would like to do a special shout out to one of our podcast listeners. I don't know. We don't know if he listens to this show or my show or geek to geek, but he's part of the network. He's one of our fabulous listeners, Ian and his wife just had a, their very first baby. And it's to me, like the fact that he chose to share this with the podcast network is like, I can't even describe like how special of a feeling I have over that because having a child is an extremely important event for some people. And like, that's a huge moment, especially like it's your first child. And he chose to share those first moments after they like had the baby with us. And like, I was melting when he posted the photos. I was like, I can't believe first of all that you're, sharing these with us because it's that's like stuff that's reserved for like close friends and family Mm -hmm. and he shared that with us and he's been talking to us a lot about the first couple of weeks it's been since they had the baby and like um, we have other dads that are in our group so we're all trying to be like supportive and like they're giving advice on like what to do and everyone's just sort of being supportive to them like letting him know that you're gonna get through this it's gonna be great like and their baby is so cute. It is a cute baby. Because a lot of babies are not cute. But it is a cute baby. He's so cute. That picture he posted yesterday with him, like with his like little baby fist is like under his chin and he's like the thinking the thinking man. Yeah, I, was, the thinking. I was crying. <laughs> I was crying. But yeah, so shout out to Ian and his wife and their new baby Oliver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would like to do a shout out to Beach and his wife because I know that their anniversary is on Halloween. And so that means that this Thursday is going to be their anniversary. So happy anniversary to Beach and his wife. Happy anniversary. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, next week, I, I will be very honest. I don't know when or how the show is going to get out next week because I'm going to be at BlizzCon with the, the women from Girls Gone Wow. Um, all weekend, and then they're coming to my house out in Palm Springs, and we're showing them around the area for the next two or three days. And so the theory is is that we're going to do a podcast with them, so we'll probably have like a BlizzCon roundup. Um, what may actually happen is that I just like we dual use the the audio footage because you can't you can't really like discuss something for two podcasts <laughs> like if we discuss it yeah. for their podcast and then try and discuss it again for my podcast so i think what we'll do is we'll probably discuss it for like both podcasts and then mm-hmm. add in our unique um intros and extra stuff um independent of the actual recording of the podcast so that's what i think next week's is going to look like but because i'm going to have people in you know, guests and because I don't know what the editing is going to be like on something like that. Um, it may, may skip a, a week, but hopefully not. I'll try my best. All the music in this episode is by Ben sound is being used under creative commons license. You can find more music by Ben sound at bensound.com. Geektitude is a proud member of the geek to geek network. Check out other geek to geek shows, such as the geek to geek podcast, Katie's show tea time with Katie and Chelsea, dragon quest FM and sometimes Rob. Also check out our Twitch streamers, Capsule J and Troidal Power, 
And make sure to join our Reddit community at r forward slash geek to geek cast or join us in Slack or Discord where you can chat with us in real time. I have been trying to be on Discord more because uh, I am part of a new guild and I'm trying to get to know my peeps. And so I am on there a little bit more often than I used to. But any of those places, you can post all of your favorite Halloween movies and Halloween things to do. So we hope to hear from you. You can currently find us at geek2tube.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcasters out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geek2tube.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geek2tube or me personally at Epic Grays. Katie, where can we find you? Um, if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, you can follow me at Lady Catherine P. I'm also that on Instagram. You can check out our podcast, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. Um, you can go to teatimewithkc.com. And then it's the same, like Tea Time with Casey is the same for Instagram and Twitter. And you can, we're on all the places, all the places. <laughs> you know, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, all those places. Listen to us. We're awesome. Yes. Well, thank you very much for, for Halloweening out with me this morning. Oh, you're welcome. And for all of you listening out there, remember this week, keep it geek and have a happy Halloween. Hey, Geektitude listeners. I love gaming just as much as Joe loves gaming. And we love to talk about World of Warcraft and talk with people about it. So listen to Frazzlecast, a weekly podcast where we talk with people from around Azeroth and beyond. Find us at gnomepodcast.com or in your favorite podcast players. Just for spelling the name, it's F-R-A-Z-L-C-A-S-T. I should have thought better for naming that.